the mainstream media is trying to take down a 15-year-old girl. And the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So I love this little cutie. And I support her. And I hope she gets the gold. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Alright, breaking news, although people have already listened to this episode. But uh, Camelia Valieva lost. She got fourth. She's not didn't get a medal. Yesterday I was talking about Camelia Valieva. Valieva. Valieva? Valieva. Anyways. They did the ice skating short program, whatever that is. Um, they did it yesterday, I guess after I recorded my podcast. And so I went on YouTube today to go get the highlights of it. Uh, the Olympics are on NBC, and so some NBC channel, you know, the NBC YouTube channel will give you a little, they don't give you like the whole Olympics or nothing, but they'll give you the highlights. And anyways, uh, you can't get the highlights for Camelia Valieva. And so, you know, I complain about the mainstream misinformation media, and this is them doing, uh, you know, a lie by omission, I guess. It's not exactly a lie by omission. This is not your normal, uh, you know, Trump supporter hatred with no evidence, but it feels the same. It's the same, you know, I guess it's different motivation, but the exact same stuff. So basically, her doing her set has been censored. And I don't like censorship. Uh, I mean, oh, it's a private company. They can do what they want. Well, you know, private companies can get effed up their F-hole, obviously. It's going to turn me into a, so uh, what, a communist, maybe. The government needs to take over NBC and put this very cute 15-year-old's ice skating thing on the internet for all to see. But the narrative on her, like I watched before the thing happened, they would get like famous um, former Olympic skaters on there to like Scott Hamilton, etc. To get, you know, like, hey, what do you think about that? And they're just like, this is evil. She needs to be kicked off of the Olympics right now. Yeah, I mean, the Olympic, I don't know. Whatever, that is the narrative. There's a narrative. The narrative is that uh, Camelia Valieva needs to be kicked off of the Olympics. And she wasn't kicked off the Olympics, but she was kicked off of being able to watch her at the Olympics. So I just went to Twitter to post a link to this podcast. And Twitter is a bunch of woke, censorious biatches. But anyways, when you put in a hashtag, it will auto-complete it for you. And so when you try and put in Camelia Valieva... It's like you're putting in Camila and Twitter is like, it's suggesting a whole bunch of things. But the Valieva part is not spelled correctly. So, like basically, Camelia Valieva, all one word, spelled correctly, is not allowed as a hashtag on Twitter. Or at least it's not, they're not going to um, auto-complete it for you, make it easy for you to do it. So there's just a whole bunch of misspellings of her last name. Or, you know, or Russian spellings or Ukrainian special spellings or whatever. But it's interesting, I mean... What does that mean? That means NBC and Twitter are censoring stuff about her. Alright, I checked YouTube and Facebook. They are not censoring the autocomplete on her name. So, just so you know. Even more stuff I just learned. Um, when she was on TV, the commentators... Um, kept silent the whole time. So she just... she you know, Normally they're like, oh, look at them jumping look at them 
flipping wasn't that great or oh my gosh she fell or whatever anyways they just gave her complete silence for her routine just the sound of the music and the sound of skates on the ice scraping i mentioned this yesterday but i'll mention it again um the Russian team is known for forcing their athletes to take performance-enhancing drugs when they don't even want to take them. And also, to get a gold medal in the singles figure skating, you basically have to be from the age of 13 to 17. And so, when the Olympics comes around every four years, there's only one chance. You only get one chance in your entire life. Alright, next up, I was watching... Uh, some footage of the riot they had after the Super Bowl in L.A. So the Rams, the L.A. Rams won. And it's funny, but when your team wins, you're more likely to riot. So they had a riot. I think they looted a cell phone store. I mean, you know, this was a, this is kind of a childlike riot. I mean, I've seen better riots. I don't think they burn anything down. But there is some good footage of a whole bunch of Asian, young Asian men jumping onto someone's car and just jumping up and down and crushing the body panels of the car and trying to kick in the windshield. And this is all while someone is in the car. And then the car, it slowly drives out of there and, and I think gets out of there before the person inside the car has who knows what done to them. I mean, basically, they were nice. I think I would have floored it and who knows what would happen to all those rioters. But anyways, there you go. Asians just jumping up and down on cars, twerking again. I think it was Asians. I could be wrong about that. Might have been some other race. And uh, also, there's been a bunch of news articles about the Canadian trucker um, convoy, anti-COVID mandate, or vaccine mandate thingabobber. And I heard someone talking about it, and so I did a search for... Um, what, Canadian trucker white supremacy on Google News. And there's a ton of articles using whatever, talking about it, and then adding in the word white supremacy in there somewhere. And as I've looked into it, you know, they're either... I mean, you know, if if the Black Lives Matter protests were mostly peaceful, then these Canadian trucker things are... whatever. Way, way more than mostly not white supremacist. But whatever, that's the, you know, the media, they're a bunch of liars. What's interesting is it's spread to other countries, so they're doing it in Israel, so, you know, are they white supremacists? They're, I mean, whatever, people on the left do not like Israelis, but it's hard to call them Nazis, basically. When you say, you know, you're a white supremacist, you're a Nazi, you're far right, those are all synonymous. So anyways, in Israel, the Jews are Nazis. I mean, that's actually pretty common to call Jews Nazis. And then, you know, I think the media's leaving this one alone. It'll be a little too much of a hot potato. But for some reason, the Maori in New Zealand, right? That's the indigenous uh, people of New Zealand. They're, they seem to be quite against mandates. You might go look them up. But they got, a, they got I don't know, the Maori have like these cool, I don't know, it's probably like a war dance. I'll tell you what, it's a hell of a better war dance than the Native Americans had. They got these really cool war dances. And so they're like out there at these anti-mandate or whatever, anti-lockdown, I don't know what, uh, rallies, just, just tons of them, tons of them doing like a synchronized war dance. It's pretty awesome. And a woman named Christina Yuna Lee was murdered in her apartment in New York the other day. 
I think it was late at night. It might have been like 4 a.m. So, you know, it's kind of like horror movies where, you know, like Friday the 13th, where if the teenagers have sex, then the killer like goes and kills them next. So anyways, I don't know why you're going home at 4 a.m., girl. You know, you, do you deserve it? If there's a movie, you know, based on movie stuff, you would deserve it. But in fact, this girl didn't deserve a damn thing that happened to her. But she did get stabbed to death. So she's going into her apartment at in the middle of the night. And she opens the door. And as, as she's stepping in, um, a young black man just goes right in with her. I think he shuts the door, takes her into her bathroom, and just stabs her however many times it takes to uh, kill her. But what's kind of interesting about it, I mean, other than, well, there's a couple interesting things. So one thing that's interesting is that, I think it's been, a, it's a month, it's about, just about almost exactly one month ago, that a young black, well, I don't know about young, a black man pushed an Asian lady in front of a subway train in the New York subways, and she got killed. So, you know, it's like, can we can we get 12? Can we get 12 of these things in a year? I don't know. We're, we're on to number two. We just need 10 more. But what was interesting about the Una Lee one is that, like, I think someone saw the guy, you know, he's, he's, I think he's crazy. He's homeless. He's homeless. He's crazy. He's out on bail when he shouldn't be out, or out on no bail or whatever from assaulting someone else. But anyways, saw, someone saw him slip in after her. I might be wrong about the 4 a.m. thing, so do not sue me on that one. But someone saw him go in after her, and they called the cops, and the cops were there, like, within minutes. And so they caught the guy while he was still in the apartment, covered in blood. So there's not going to be a big debate about who did what, when, where, why he was caught. And then there was, you know, news crews or something there as he was being taken out of the building in handcuffs and then put into a cop car. And people are like, why did you kill her? And, you know, and I'll tell you what, this is, he may be crazy, but he's, you know, crazy like a fox because said, why did you kill her? And he says, I didn't kill no one. So he was smart enough to say that while he's there covered in blood. Well, so, like I say, it'll be interesting to see if we can get one of these per month or if we miss a month, if we can get two the next month. And it's, I mean, whatever. I hate the idea of a woman being murdered, but uh, it's fun because, it, you know, it makes the mainstream mer uh, media squirm. So that part I like. I saw someone breaking down, like, the black on, well, no, just the on Asian hate crimes. And, you know, it's whatever. It's all black on Asian, or almost all black on Asian. But there was an interesting point that someone made. And, you know, you don't call when a man kills a woman a hate crime. But, in fact, like, the real, you know, monumental majority of hate crimes are going to be man on woman. I mean, all the Asian ones are almost, well, all the Asian ones are done by a black man. Sometimes on an Asian woman, sometimes on an Asian man. But, you know, men, you know, women, they're small, they're weak. You can beat the hell out of them pretty easily. And so... A lot of hate crimes. I think the majority. The majority of hate crimes are actually men on women. I don't know. Like, you know, if you beat up your wife or kill your wife, I don't think that really counts as, you know, as a, in quotes, hate crime. But I just, thought, I just thought it was an interesting statement. It was interesting to think about how many hate crimes 
are man on woman. Like, I don't know how you determine that a man killed someone because they were a woman. I mean, you know, it's not just because they're weak. You got to be like, I hate women. I don't know. Like, if someone makes me think of the Clint Eastwood movie Unforgiven, where uh, the movie starts out at a whorehouse and it starts out as this guy is just cutting this prostitute's face with a knife, just slicing her face right open. And it turns out that he had a small willy and she laughed at it. And that was what made him go off. So I guess that's the question, dear listener. Is that a hate crime? And I'm not sure. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.